Welcome to another episode of Just Saying With. Today, we're going to be talking to a world-famous entertainer and international magician of the year, Cosentino, who celebrates 10 years of global success. Hi, Costantino. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to uh, chat with you. Yeah. You know, um, International Magician of the Year, uh, celebrating 10 years of success. We, um, we met, I think, in 2017, the last time that you were down here in Singapore, and you're making your way back here again for a series of shows. Yes, yes. I was going to say off the call, I actually, but I wasn't sure if I, if I was out of line. I was going to say, actually, um, I, I thought we'd had met before, but I, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I should say that or, or, or not. <laughs> but yes, we, we did. We met in 2017 when I was playing um, Marina Bay Sands. This was um, pre my TV shows in Singapore. Yep. And um, yeah, so that kind of all kickstarted it but we are back with a a 10-year celebration of my life in magic I, I say 10 years because that's when most people got introduced to me mm-hmm. and my style of magic 10 years ago uh, through my television shows but I've been doing performing and magic since I was 12 years old I don't want to give my age away but it's been a long long time <laughs> yeah and, and this year you're bringing the show uh Cosentino Decennium, the greatest live magic show. Yeah, what what is decennium? Ten years. That's why decennium. You said it perfectly. It stands for it's Latin for decade for ten years. Mm-hmm. So I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? It does. And you know, as you mentioned, um, well, as most magicians magicians do, uh, you typically start quite early on. There are that rare few that pick up magic um later on in life but like you said just 12 years old um so my question is you know i remember when i was growing up on tv i used to see david copperfield he was the name um fast forward 15 20 years you had david blaine chris angel that came up with tv shows now as a very, very successful magician yourself, illusionist, performer. Um, how do you think that the industry of magic, you know, where you've had your, even your pen and tellers, how has the industry of magic evolved and changed from when you started till what you're producing today? Yeah, same thing. I grew up watching David Copperfield on TV. Then later on, David Blaine, Chris Angel, exactly the same. Well, the trend went from being, you know, these grand illusions with David Copperfield, even Siegfried and Roy, um, into close-ups um, street magic with David Blaine, and then kind of back up a little bit with the illusions and Chris Angel. And now, what we've what we've got really on TV and off TV are different pockets or different genres of magic. So you've got now. All, all aspects of the art form are very well represented and respected. So you've got people doing stage illusions. You've got people doing close-up magic. You've got people doing mentalism. You've got people doing escapes. And there's a space for all of them, which is really, really beautiful. So I've, I, it kind of used to be one 
or the other. And I don't necessarily see it like that anymore. There's people doing magic on um, social media. There's people doing magic on TV. There's people doing magic just live. So uh, magicians have found different ways to uh, present the art form. And all of them are, are great. I don't necessarily like to say to people, oh, if you're a close-up magician, you're better. Or if you're a state, because all of them have um, challenges. Um, close-up magic has its challenge. Stage magic has a lot of challenge with the theater and the production. The escapes obviously death-defying. Whether you're doing it on socials, there's a there's there's ways that can make it easier. There's ways that make it harder. So it's all um, relative. I think that's the biggest change. It's magic is happening in different pockets, which is why my live show, I like to represent all aspects, the close-up magic, the stage illusions, the escapes, costuming, lighting, sound, production. I think that makes for a very balanced and rounded performance. And so it's a good question. And and I'm very conscious of trying to implement those elements. And you've almost answered my follow-up question, which was, like you mentioned, you do all of that in your show. What kind of magician do you put yourself in a silo? Is that, or is there a type of magic that you think that you specialize in? Not a silo, but what you specialize in? Or is it being a jack of all trades? Or is it being a master of all as well? Um, where do you see yourself yeah. at? It's a good question. I would, if I had to box it, which... Um, it's interesting because as a magician, by definition, what you're doing is is impossible. And therefore, you can't really box it. You can't really put it in a category. You're doing the impossible. But if I needed to, I would say I'm a, I, primarily I'm a stage performer. But I've got to be careful because I do a lot of TV. I've just had a, my latest TV special air in Australia, New Zealand. It's about to air in Asia again. Um, we I make a lot of TV. I've made 10 television specials. I do a lot of TV. But primarily, I'm a stage performer. And I specialize in doing stage productions. But in those stage productions, there are grand illusions, people appearing and disappearing and levitating and teleporting. There's close-up magic where we bring it down. I'm literally doing it on the table in front of you, projected onto video screens. There's the crazy death-defying escapes where I'm in and out of water tanks, hanging upside down from burning ropes. There is the mentalism where I'm seemingly predicting the future or reading somebody's mind. And again, with... with um, you know, repeating myself, it's, it's, I think for me, it's like a great film. Uh, I, I like watching comedies. I like mm-hmm. ro- watching romance uh, films. I love watching action films, but I tell you what the best films are. The best films have <clears throat> action, a little bit of comedy, yeah. a little bit of romance, a little bit of uh, suspense. So if I can build all that into my show, I, I just think it, 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 it becomes a stronger performance. And that's what I try to do. But yes, it is overall a stage production with all these different elements in it. I think that's very, very well said. And you mentioned doing tricks on camera. Oh, you know, and I think you have one for us today. So I think this is going to be this is going to be the very first time on the podcast that it's actually going to be a different kind of interactive experience uh, i've never done yes. any of this before i've seen it being done to others mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um well take um, it away yeah please okay well a packet of playing cards to a magician are very important 
the packet of playing cards are just the cardboard or the inks that they're print, you know, that are printed on them. They represent far more. I'll give you a quick, without boring you to death, I'll give you a little example. There are 52 different cards in a pack, different unique cards. The 52 cards are actually, well, they're kind of a calendar. They represent the 52 weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. Now, there are four suits, hearts, clubs, diamonds, spades. They represent the four seasons in a year. If you take an ace, which you add up as number one, and you go all the way to a king, which would be a 13, yep. you add them all up across the four suits, you actually end up with 365, which, of course, every day. So to a magician, when someone selects a card, it's it, whether they get um, a, a heart or a diamond, a club or a spade, a number card versus a picture card, it actually has significance to the magician, mm-hmm. just so your viewers understand that. Okay. With that being said, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. We're going to narrow a few things down. Just to begin, really simple. There are black cards and there are red cards. You just have to tell me what you'd like to use. Would you like to use black cards or red cards? Black. Okay, black. black So I've got black cards here. Okay, good. Now I'm going to keep this in full view the entire time so you understand I'm not cheap. Black cards. Okay. If they're black cards, there are clubs and there are spades. And it's a free choice. You can just decide whether you want to use a club or a spade. Clubs. Let's go with clubs. Are you Are you sure? Yeah. Um, the spade okay. is what you use after you hit someone with a club. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so clubs. But you, everyone needs to understand this is these are your choices. I mean, you, yes. you could go red. You could have gone. Yeah. So, but we're going with club. Okay. There are number cards. So ace, two, three, four, five, all the way up to 10. And there are picture cards, which are a jack, a queen, and a king. And you, you just decide, you want to use numbers or pictures? Let's use numbers. Okay. So no pictures, no no jacks, no 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 queen. Okay, pictures. Okay. With the picture card, uh, sorry, number cards, no more pictures, you have an ace all the way through to, to, to 10. So you can choose any number between 1 and 10, basically. Right. I just say the number out? Yeah, just tell me. Seven. Seven. Okay. So black cards, clubs, numbers, and you chose seven. That's right. And you and any of those could be different. Yep. Okay. And therefore yeah. that would change the outcome of what we're what we're about to do. Okay. Okay. That's fine. The cards have been sitting here the whole the whole time. I'm mm-hmm. you know that as you've been making your deduction. I took one card and I placed it face up in the pack. Kind of like a prediction. And this was before we came on the call. I know we have met, which makes this slightly interesting, but we haven't set it up. But but listen, you said seven of clubs. As I go through the pack, notice a couple of things. The cards are face down and they're all black cards. That's important. But I'll, I'll do it like this so you can see. And have a look. One card is face up. Out of the entire, I'm going to go through the entire pack, out of the entire pack. What's really, really crazy is that I said I made a prediction before we started. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. The seven of clubs is the only, and I, I made attention to this. I said all the cards were face down and they were all blue. The seven of clubs is the only card with a red back. Oh. Now, do you know what's even, do you know what's even crazier? You really had no choice but to choose the seven of clubs. And do you know why? 
because I made sure the seven of clubs was the only card in the pack that's even printed. No other card even exists. That is mind-blowing. <laughs> that's mind-blowing. There you go. Now, when we get off the call, imagine if you'd chosen spades. Mm. Yeah. Or pictures. It's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... I... <laughs> There's no way I can explain that. <laughs> you definitely got me. You definitely got me. Wow. And that's something very, very simple, very, very simple to do through um, the, the video screen, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, that sets up the next question then. Um, if you could describe in three words, what can fans um, expect from Decennium? Three words. Um, <sighs> baffling, amazing, and hopefully inspiring. That's nice. Baffling, <laughs> amazing, and, and inspiring. inspiring. Yeah. So, Consignino, um, thank you very much uh, for taking this call and for being with us today. Um, Constantino's Decennium, the greatest live magic show uh, brought to us by Base Entertainment Asia, is coming back to Singapore from the 24th of August to the 3rd of September 2023 this year uh, in a couple of weeks at the Sands Theatre uh, at Marina Bay Sands, the Sands Theatre, to celebrate 10 years of global success with his best. And this is promising to be his best production yet. So, Constantino, thank you once again for joining us on this call and can't wait, can't wait to see you back in Singapore. Oh, thank you. Thank you for taking the time uh, to, to, to chat with me. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. I cannot wait to see everybody at the show. They may have seen my shows on AXN. Um, they're still playing now, but seeing it on TV and seeing it live is a completely different thing. This is a brand new production. And um, I'm very excited to bring it. I'm very excited to be back in Singapore. I love Singapore. My fiance loves Singapore. My brother loves Singapore. So, and I'm not just saying that we, whenever we can get to Singapore, when she was performing in shows, I was like, oh, I'll come to Singapore. I'll, I'll carry the bag. So I, I love Singapore. I really do. Cannot wait to see everybody there. And um, I'm sure you're going to enjoy the show. So thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. And see you here. <laughs>